Welcome back to Revisiting Roseanne. A week by week, episode by episode look at our favorite original run of Roseanne. That's right, you guessed it. This week we're going to talk about the slice of life. Darlene winds up at the hospital for something or other. Dan and Roseanne briefly freak out. And uh, let's see what Becky and Jax are up to. Maybe we'll get a taste of DJ. But let's get into it. Pitch, pitch, pitch. All she ever does is pitch. Well, we see Darlene's had a bit of an attitude lately. Uh, I wonder what's going on there. Maybe she's feeling a little ill. But, nevertheless, we find out Becky's going over to a sleepover. Um, some triple-dipple, uh, quadruple fudge brownies that uh, the other girls are going to need to bring insulin for for their diabetic comas. Um, yeah, so... We'll check in on Dan and Roseanne, see what everybody's up to, see what everybody's doing. Hopefully we get a quick little visit from Jax, maybe. Let's see. Where's 
she went to wash the car. She said when she'd be back? Nope. She say anything about coming to my game? Not to me, why? Nothing. Be mad if she misses the game? My life would be perfect if she missed the game. It's already halfway perfect. Dad's not gonna be there. They getting on your nerves. Becky, every time they come to one of my games, Dad should start yelling, we better, we better, we better swing better. <laughs> and Mom, she throws snow cones at the Empire. <laughs> she does not. She did once. I'm telling you, they're complete nerds. Hey, wait till you start dating. And Dad asked the guy you're going out with if he has popcorn money. <laughs> Not dating. Ever. It doesn't matter. They'll always find a way to embarrass you, believe me. It's not fair. I mean, parents are supposed to stay in the house. Except when they're driving you somewhere, and then they're just supposed to drop you off and go away. <laughs> in a perfect world, Darlene. In a perfect world. I mean, look what Dad wanted me to take to Diane's. What's that? Like a blast from the past, man. They can't be our real parents. Air alert, air alert. Becky, you gotta help me. I don't want Mom to come to my game. I'm gonna go watch TV. Darlene, what did I tell you I was gonna do if I found these on the couch again? Look, just give me the shoes and hold the lecture. Darlene. Listen, Miss Smart Mouth, you're not even gonna be needing those shoes because you're not gonna play baseball again until you're 58. Fine with me. I don't want to play anyway if you're going to be there. Did you ever throw a snow cone at an umpire? You weren't there. You didn't see the call. <laughs> Mother, will you do something about your son? I gave birth to him. What more do you want? <laughs> he stole my brownies. My slumber party and you mush four of them. DJ, didn't we have a little talk about mushing? <laughs> I'm here. Me too. Hey, Jack, you brought it. Yes, do you remember the sleeping bag? <laughs> oh my god, you still have that thing? Yes, mom gave this to me when I moved out in case I needed a place to stay for the rest of my life. <laughs> there are cowgirls all over. <laughs> Becky, those aren't just cowgirls. That is the cowgirl. That's Annie Oakley. There's no way I'm taking that to my slumber party. I guarantee you, no one will have one like this. Yeah, including me. I'd rather sleep in a trash bag. While they're under the sink, you better take two. Oh, mother. Jeez. Oh, if this bag could talk. I'd cut its tongue out, I would. You remember how much we hated this thing when Mom brought it back from that yard sale? They could have at least turned off the sprinklers. Give me a break! I thought you were going to Darlene's ball game. Well, Darlene and I aren't exactly talking these days. We're yelling. But you both do it so well. Yeah, and I usually enjoy it. But boy, lately, she's driving me crazy. Oh, Roseanne, she's 11. Remember all the trouble we used to give Mom? Yeah, but Mom deserved it. <laughs> Whereas Darlene has me, you know, and I'm the perfect mother. Oh, yeah, all right. I forgot. <laughs> I'm serious, Jackie. I'm the antithesis of everything Mom stood for. Oh, Darlene would be against you no matter what you stood for. You're her mother. Well, couldn't this stuff skip a generation or something? I don't remember having this problem with Becky. Sure you did. Becky was just too polite to say anything about it. 
Really? Yeah. But hey, it's not just you, it's Dan, too. It's all parents. You're just going through what is commonly known as the I have no parents, I was hatched from an egg syndrome. <laughs> oh, I just can't wait till you have kids, man. Hello. What happened? Which hospital? I'll be right there. No, she's not allergic to penicillin. What? Darlene's in the hospital. Becky, get down here now! What happened? It's that appendicitis. Well, how do we get in touch with Dan? We can't. There's no phone on the job site. Want to stay here with the kids? No, Becky, can watch DJ. You go with me. Mom, what's wrong? Your sister's in the hospital with appendicitis. Oh, no, Mom, what do you mean? Oh, she'll be okay, honey. Uh, you stay here I'm with DJ. Go the car. And when Dad gets home, tell him me and Jackie are in County Hospital emergency room. Okay. I want to go with you. Yeah, honey. Yeah, DJ, you and me got to stay here and give this note to Daddy, okay? I want to go with Mom. I'm counting on you, Becky. Well, that escalated quickly. So, yep. Jax comes over, brings over the sleeping bag. You know, Darlene has her little meltdown. Becky tries to, you know, put her on to to the haps of the sitch. But she's not having it. So, yeah. Roseanne, I guess, opts to not go to the baseball game, um, you know, to avoid any confrontation. And then while she's sitting down having a cup of coffee with uh, Jax there in the kitchen, she gets a phone call. Darlene collapsed the baseball game. She's, got, she's in county hospital. She's got appendicitis. And we find out that she's not allergic to penicillin. Very good. Um, so, yeah. And then Becky stays home. To give Dan the note, or at least let him know that um, where they're at and what's going on. Because there's no phone on the job site, and this is way before uh, cell phones, and even before it was commonplace for everyone to have pagers or beepers back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. That was a thing. So, yeah, that was that. And um, let's head over to the emergency room and see what we got going on. Check in on Darlene and everybody. Appreciate you coming down here with her. Tell her she got the win. Dr. Wagner, please call 732. Dr. Wagner, please call 732. How is she? 
They're getting her ready for surgery. You seen her? No. Are you going to let us see her? As soon as the doctor gets here and she's on her way. How are you doing? Been better. Oh, God. Hey. Hey. Lake Ronoma. What? What was it, five years ago? We were up in that cabin and Becky had the lung infection. And we thought... Well, we both know what we thought. We got through that, right? Okay. It's just like Lake Ronoma. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Connor? Yes? Hi, I'm Dr. Bryce. I'll be operating on Darlene. Can we see her? I'm afraid that's not possible. She's being taken well, into surgery. Well, they said we could see her. Mr. and Mrs. Connor, this is the situation. Darlene's appendix has ruptured causing her to run a fever. Now, under normal circumstances, we try to bring the fever down before we operate. But? But there appears to be an obstruction of the intestines, which means we can't wait for the fever to come down. We have to operate now. Uh, is that dangerous? I mean, is it dangerous? I can't tell you not to worry. You'll do that anyway. I'm a parent, too. There are dangers associated with any surgery, but I can assure you that this is not an uncommon procedure. How long does it take? Well, it usually takes about two hours. And when it's over, I'll come out, I'll talk to you, and then you can see Darlene in the recovery room. It'll be all right. Yeah? Yeah. Probably do this 20 times a day. Not on our daughter. Darlene, have chicken pox. Yeah, November uh, 83. Measles? What? Yeah, she had to... Just let me do it. I don't know how you remember all this stuff. What stuff? Like when Darlene had the mumps. Well, because she had the mumps at the same time DJ and Becky had the mumps, Dan. You just don't forget three kids having simultaneous mumps, you know. Yeah, something wrong? Oh, no. Well, yes, your insurance card's expired. That can't be, Dan. I paid that bill last month. Are you sure? What do you mean, am I sure? I have a canceled check at home. Why don't you just get those clowns on the phone? There's an 800 number on the back. I'll call. No, you sit down. I'll call. When you finish these forms, if you just return them to the admissions desk. Yeah, I'll do that. I know the future of medical science depends on knowing my mother's maiden name. <laughs> I can't believe this. My kid's in surgery. I'm sitting here taking my SATs. Roseanne, just... Forget about the forms. That's just their way of having people sit down and shut up. Well, whatever happened to Ether? What are you talking about? My wife mailed you that check last month. I don't know what day she mailed it, but I know you got it. Listen, I'm in a hospital where my kid's getting surgery. I don't have the canceled checks on me. Yeah, I'll hold. Oh, damn. Why this morning of all mornings did I have to yell at Darlene? Because she was being a pain in the butt. Oh, Jackie, she's just being 11. Roseanne, yelling at Darlene, that's like breathing. It's just an involuntary response. <laughs> I still feel like the mom from hell. Well, there's only one solution to that. You take a vow right this minute that you will never yell at Darlene again in life, ever. Yeah, I think I'll have a free time I'll have. <laughs> yes, I do. No, no. Because you cashed it. Yeah, that's right. You cashed it. 
And I have that canceled check at home because I bounced a checkbook last month and I have it. Well, somebody there did because I got a canceled check at home with your company's name on it. Right, and just ask for the supervisor. Look, let me talk to somebody else there, all right? Yeah, I'll hold. Here, honey. Good luck. Hello, this is Mrs. Connor. C-O-N-N-E-R. Yeah. C as in cat. O as in oaf. N as in numbskull. N as in nitwit. E as in empty-headed. R as in target. I feel like I ought to be doing something. Well, I feel like that all the time, especially at work. I feel totally useless. I'm just sitting here, Darlene's getting operated on. Dan, what do you want to do? Assist? I just hate waiting. I hear you. Nobody hates waiting worse than me. I'd bite other people's nails if they'd let me. Get away from me. How are you, my wife? Is okay? You better take him up on it, Jenny. It's liable to be your last proposal. You know, what you mean to say here is, how is my wife? Is she okay? Is she yeah, and okay? And then you take it to that desk over there, and good luck to you. I thought. Yeah. Okay. She okay. All right. What did they say? Everything's okay. They just spelled our name wrong. <sighs> I'm going to call Becky. Yeah, that's a good idea. Intense times at the ER. I'm telling you. It was intense back in the day, having to get people on the payphone. Thank God it was an 800 number and they didn't have to sit there and feed it quarters. But, nevertheless, they got through. It was just a, you know, misspelling. Thank goodness. And, uh, yeah. I feel Dan's pain, or at least his strategy, because, um, yeah, you get about two, three seconds on the phone with me, and I'm putting my wife on the phone, letting her handle it, and you're not going to have a good conversation if I put her on the phone, because she's going to get it handled. Um, Yeah, so, she's my Roseanne. But anyway, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's frustrating, because you have no control. You're just sitting there, just waiting. I know uh, my daughter's had two surgeries, uh, both for like tubes in her ears. Well, tubes in her ears, and um, she had her tonsils removed. And yeah, you're just, and I'm, you know, I'm a nurse, and still, like, you know, obviously, they're in very capable hands, in a very capable situation, goes on a bajillion times a day, and, you know, it's no big deal. It's pretty routine, and still, you're just sitting there, and you just, you you have no control, and you feel helpless, and you're just sitting there just thinking, and uh, yeah, it's no fun, but let's hope and pray and wish that Darlene makes it out of, uh, out of surgery without a, without a hiccup, and I have a funny feeling that that's going to be the case, but um, let's take a look. Come on, you guys. Damn, that operation is supposed to be over by now. I'm going to find out what's going on. 
me. Yes. I'd like to know what's going on with my daughter. Your daughter's name? For the millionth time, it's Darlene Connor. Oh, right, the appendectomy. No, wrong, she's not an appendectomy, she's a little girl. She's having an operation, and it's supposed to be over by 5.30. If I had some answers, I would give them to you. I ask one little question, what's happening with my kid? Nobody can tell me anything. That's not a stupid question. That's a question that deserves an answer. It's a question any human being has a right to know. But what's going on with our kid? Mr. and Mrs. Conner. Is Darlene all right? She's fine. So what am I yelling about? She's in recovery. Do we see her? Well, she's just coming out of anesthesia, but I can take you to see her. Hey, Jackie. I'm called, Becky. <laughs> what are sisters for? Damn if I know. <laughs> So, all is right with the world again. <clears throat> Roseanne gets to, uh, you know, voice her piece to the medical staff. Which, you know, she's not wrong a lot of times. Yeah, you know, the medical staff gets a little um, little jaded, a little, you know, just run of the day, you know. It's just, you know, yeah. We forget people's names. We call them by their procedure or by their diagnosis or by their chief complaint or their room number um because it is it's a lot to remember and no it's nothing personal no it's not that we don't care it's just that you know i can't learn 50 people's names in a day you know and uh i can't expect everyone else that i talk to about that patient to remember their name um you know when i talk to the doctor you know, they're not going to remember which Michael Smith I'm talking about. But if I tell them, yeah, the appendectomy in four, they'll know. Um, but yeah, nevertheless, when somebody does ask some questions, you know, it, it is right to give them an answer. This is back in the 80s, though, when uh, healthcare uh, was a much different animal. So there is that. But she made it out. She's in recovery, um, 
aka post anesthesia. And yeah, she's doing well. Thank God for that. Let's check and see how she's doing at home. might spoil your mid-afternoon snack. Hey, I need all the strength I can get. You've been home for a week now, Darlene, and you're going to school tomorrow no matter what, so quit milking this thing. Nice bedside manner. Why, thank you. Now get your damn feet off my couch. Don't worry, I won't tarnish your beautiful fabric. Darlene, when are you going to stop being a smart mouth? Mm, three weeks from next Tuesday. What is your major malfunction, Rumstow? Didn't your mommy and daddy give you enough love when you were growing up? Please don't fall off that sofa and stain my beloved carpet. That would break my beating heart. Now, why don't you get on board? Why don't you get with a winner? Climb on board. Ride with us. We're going to victory. Please take your sneakers off that couch or you are wallpaper. Am I beating red clear? Do you understand me, Private Connor? Ten wallpaper. Now could you guys get out of here? <laughs> oh, Darlene, we aren't you so happy you're back to your old self? <laughs> So, Darlene made it back home. She's sitting on a couch eating ice cream in her robe and her shoes on the couch. Dan comes in with the bullhorn. Does his, uh, I'm not sure if it's, uh, we're going to go with Full Metal Jacket, maybe? I don't think it was Apocalypse Now, but nevertheless, he's doing his little routine there. Little drill sergeant. Little, um, little get up and go. Sure, why not? But all's right with the world, everything's good, and we will see you next week. Thanks again for listening to Revisiting Roseanne. I apologize for all the ums and the poor audio, more than likely. It will get better, I do promise you. Um, There's another um for you, you're welcome. But stick with us. And like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. Drop us a line at the podcast podcast two at gmail.com. I know it's funny, it's in the description. Feel free to drop us a line, let me know what you think. Constructive criticism always welcome. And uh like, comment, subscribe. I'll love you forever. Peace.